Oh my goodness, man. Who is in the house? Your boy Blue with DJ No Flow. No Flow. And Tony the Homie, what's up? Tony the Homie. Man, we are rocking it right now, all the way live. If you are listening to us live right now, house that Pentecost built, who's in the house? Tune in. Give us a call. We're going to be talking for the next two hours of just wonderful content. Phone number is 702-483-8004. Once again, 702-483-8004. Give us a call. Phone lines are open and live. Bring your opinions. Bring your perspectives. Bring your questions. Whatever it may be, we are open form for it. We'll do our best to talk about it. And if we agree or disagree, we'll keep pushing forward. No problem. This, this this platform is designed for us to have a good time, have good discussions, and have different perspectives from different angles. Again, you're out there, give us a call. 702-483-8004. Text us too. You text, text friendly. Text us your questions, your comments, your qu- whatever it may be. We will get them and we will address them live on the air. Now that I got all that out of the way, Who's in the house? JC. Man, we're proclaiming right now. Cameron, proclaim it while we're out here. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. He is the Lord, King of Kings, soon coming King, Lord of Lords, and He is the Lord and Savior of us all. And hey, if you've never given your heart to Jesus Christ, this is a perfect opportunity to do so. I would encourage you to do it right away. Don't wait. And you will get an applause from the Heavenly Father for doing so. Amen. Absolutely, man. Well, we're live. We're here. And DJ No Flow, you opened up a door last week that we didn't have time to even touch. So we're going to open up the show today or tonight, wherever you may be in the world, with it. So last week, we talked about the, the, the salvation and the overall destination of one Jeffrey Dahmer because he's a topic in Netflix he's been a topic for a while because of his his self-proclaimed because I can't even say it we don't know if it's real or not profession of Christ before he before he was killed so we talked about that last week and um, DJ Nofalo dropped the bomb on us right before the end of the show saying that it isn't the killing killings that sent him to hell if that's where he went. It's the non-repentant heart, if he meant it or not, that would have sent him to hell. Am I, am I on the right track? Absolutely. Okay, so we're, we're, that's where we're at. And DJ No Flow spoke about the differences, comparing and contrasting someone like Hitler to Dahmer. What we know is there's a big difference between both those two. They're both killers. But one killed 18, the other one killed millions. Okay, and for religious reasons, from what I understand of it. Okay, Hitler is the most hated man on the earth, regardless if he was alive or now in the present time. No one's killed more, so to speak, than him. Okay, and Tony the homie has a little bit of information on Hitler. So for our audience listening worldwide, how about you enlighten a little bit on Hitler and what he was up to? Of course, I can. So I can, I can give you pretty good detail into what he was uh, doing and of course overall just the situation he was at, at hand. And of course to the people he was doing it to. 
Um, I'm of course not gonna just assume exactly what Hitler was exactly goaling at because not myself I don't know that personally but I can tell you the things that he's done of course that are not the best um, he used to actually uh, from the people's uh, he would he would do this by a, a tree a family tree if you did not have a uh, full bloodline of being German you were a target you were hit one of his main targets you would be one of his how do I how would I put it in words his main person of, of attention so by that say you're a family uh, wife husband with two kids will say if you're a if you're the husband of the situation and you don't have or if you have any bit of Jewish blood in you he would pull you out your house send you to a field and make you cut the grass on that field with your teeth it was very it was very in a way of dehumanizing the person and actually like you know putting them in a situation to well well if i say something i'm gonna lose my life what am i gonna do i'm gonna have to follow the orders and, and with that with them following orders it leads to them feeling less like a human because of all the situation they put them through they would get beat they would get you know dehumanized they would get tortured just by simply being in a certain bloodline now that's just like you know scraping the edge of what he did when he has done major things that he has done is concentration concentration camps and now uh, that's very common or not sorry not very common but you 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 hear when you hear about that you know you wouldn't really get the idea of that being i guess off first like first hand full on just knowing it it's a very very interesting topic to talk about especially with people that don't know about it um usually the first idea of a concentration camp okay maybe you would think of it as all right it's a it's a study camp it's a camp you would go maybe to help people that need discipline issues isn't like a category like that when you hear the actual version of it it's way different than you may think um in words in a concentration camp is i guess we'll put it in the in the situation with the, the holocaust if you're not sure what the holocaust is of course it's the situation of what um basically Hitler created with uh, Jewish people being the main target um, with a concentration camp they'll basically separate you within families the determining if you became a worker or if you would be um, full-on disintegrated by disintegrated they put you in a I forgot the, the word of the, the shack exactly but they put you in a building and they basically burn you while you're alive not the best of course kind of like a crematorium yeah yeah yeah, yeah. In a way. that's the word I was, I, was trying, I was trying to find the word thank you um you're welcome if you get selected as a worker your job is to constantly work from time you're up to the time that you're sent to sleep to your to your quarters well basically they'll do while you're working they'll hardly feed you throughout the week they'll give you maybe some water some un very uh, infected water as well it's not it's not clean none of this everything there I was not sanitary they'd be in very like disgusting rubbish places and just in places that you won't really expect or like in proper working conditions we'll say going through everything as they lasted I believe it was approximately four years before the concentration camps got like I guess found out and they were able to do something about it um, they won't feed you they'll torture you if you're a woman and you're a worker they'll do of course things that 
are very inappropriate to speak about. Um, and just like do anything in their power to put you down. And that's the main thing that'll that'll just like you know affect you mentally, mentally, physically, in any way that you possibly can. This sounds yeah. a lot like someone that's uh, currently doing destruction to oh, yeah. the world, especially out there in uh, Ukraine. That sound kind of familiar, there, Kim. Sounds kind of familiar. I mean, it may not be concentration camps of that caliber, but I mean, you're murdering a lot of innocent people to justify means to your own madness. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, you get uh, you do get uh, people that decide to go ahead and and do that. So, well, see, this is this is the deal. I think this is what we're trying to get at. Is we're trying to understand the best we can as human beings salvation okay because that's ultimately what we're our goal is to, to get repentance to salvation to to get to stand with the Lord okay how far in in, in that do we go how far are we willing to let our human mind grasp the fact of pure unadulterated evil still having the opportunity of salvation from Gacy Dahmer uh, BTK uh, the list goes on of all the serial killers then you have Hitler um, and you can I mean I don't know all of them but there's quite a few out there who are just mass murdering people who have done unthinkable unhuman things to people our understanding of salvation, where does that end in God's mercy where we don't understand begin? So let me let me answer that question with a certain situation, a question ourselves, okay? All right, here goes. Are we ready for this? Yep. What makes us as human beings different? from an Adolf Hitler. Okay, think about this for a minute. Mm, interesting. Let me put it to you like this, okay? All right, the difference between us and Adolf Hitler, uh, uh, as, uh, as far as when it comes to human beings are concerned, mm -hmm. is really just a matter of time. All right, let me explain what I mean. What's the difference between a brand new baby born and an and an elderly person getting ready to die tomorrow at 99 years of age. What's the difference? Age difference. Age. Time. 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 Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, is that elderly person any less of a human being than the newborn baby? No. No. Is that newborn baby any less of a human being than that elderly person? No. 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 What's the difference between the two of them? One of them has just matured more in what they already were. They already were human, they already are human beings. The baby is no less a human being than the elderly person. The elderly person is no less a human being than the baby. The elderly person is just more mature in their growing because they've had time to grow. So the difference between the newborn baby and the elderly person is time. What's the difference between somebody like Adolf Hitler and a regular human being? There is no difference. They're born with a sin nature. 
Both were born with the sin nature. Both were born in sin. Now, Adolf Hitler just went ahead and matured his sin nature a whole lot more than other people did. But the truth is, all right, we come from, we, the, that we all have that same sin nature. Adolf Hitler had the choice to become some, uh, to go ahead and give his life to the Lord and do right, but he didn't. Now, what I'm saying is, is that when it comes down to this, the, the, each human being is born with the same sin nature that Adolf Hitler had. Now, so, in reality, are we any different than Adolf Hitler when it comes to the sin nature? Now we're getting into a heavy subject here. Exactly. We're getting, it, we're, we're going to get into a very heavy subject that religious people are going to be rattling in their cage about. Okay. This is the beautiful thing, Tony, about this conversation. Okay. Is that you don't hear this type of mercy in church. Oh, no. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't hear this mercy in church. Why? Why don't you hear this type of mercy being talked about in church? Well, there's a, there's many different ways to answer that question there. Okay, simplistically. <laughs> oh. I got, I got a cough. Oh, Cameron got a frog in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Let's mute that one real quick. Yeah. Oh my goodness. See, this is this is a beautiful thing about live radio and about these type of hard hitting questions. Because a lot of people, a lot of people have. All right, I'm back down. Yeah, he's. A lot of people, a lot of people have a hard time. Not not just because that happened, the, the, the no flow, but a lot of people have a hard time with this because it takes the mercy away. From you. Oh, did I just say that? It takes the mercy away from you. We we have a hard time understanding that. Okay, because let's put this perspective. Okay, when people come to church to, to to meet with the Lord, to get their praise and worship on, to get their word right, to do the things that traditionally we do in church. Okay, what happens? We're basing their redemption. And salvation on what we feel mercy is. Not what God feels mercy is. What we feel mercy is. Because we're, we rather allow our own judgment to cloud God's mercy. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, Jesus, please. Holy Spirit, you need to show up real quick because we're about to have some... Seriously. We sit there and judge according to what we feel judgment should be rather than let the Holy Spirit do his work and let the Holy Spirit work inside you to be able to bring a change. And you're right. We do that. Okay. That's why... Cameron, you got to be on me here because I'm about to get get really crazy. Let's think about it like this. When we understand... Let's put it to you like this. When we understand that we're no different than Hitler, that brings a whole new purpose, a whole new understanding of mercy is there. Because in the end... No matter what Hitler has done, and no matter what we have done, whether we did good or whether we did bad, or whether Hitler did good or Hitler did bad, we're going to stand before the same God, the same judgment seat, and God's going to ask us the same question. And that is, very simple, 
What did you do with my son, Jesus Christ? And guess what? If we accepted the grace and forgiveness of Jesus Christ there in our lives there, then guess what? God's going to open up those gates there and he's going to say, hey, you know what? You're welcome. Come in, enter into the, uh, to the, uh, to eternal rest there that's been prepared for you for, for all eternity. Excuse me, I got to cough again. <laughs> yes, Jesus has been on one today. My microphone, we okay. technical difficulties over here. Holy oh, cow! <laughs> Man, we this is oh, this God. is because it because this is a tough tough topic. I was gonna say it's the hard topic okay. we started off on. So here, so here we go. All right, let's try this again here. <laughs> this is live, okay, ladies and gentlemen. This is raw. This is live. Okay. Get a little live raw footage. So never seen. That same question is going to be asked to everybody, regardless of what we've done. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If you answer yes, then guess what? Prepare, go ahead and enter into the joy that the Lord has prepared for you. If you haven't, then you will enter into eternal damnation. And regardless of whether you're a Hitler or a nice person, all right, your destination is based upon that one answer. So, now if Adolf Hitler had gone ahead and accepted Christ before he died there, I believe with all my heart that he would have made heaven his home, without any question. I'm not going to question the mercy of God. I'm not going to question the, the, uh, the judgment of God either. So, in the end, when we look at it and we realize that, hey, guess what? We're all born with the same sin nature, mm -hmm. and we all are going to face the same judgment, the same God. It brings mercy into a whole lot more perspective because I know, for one thing, that I would like to go ahead and be on the mercy side of things and not on the judgment side of absolutely, things. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and that's the thing about it, okay? Put this in perspective. Okay, put this in perspective for a second. Let's say we do away with all our paganism. Every bit of it. Let's do away with paganism. Let's do away with traditionalism. Let's do away with, with socialism. Let's do away with all of it. Just focus on Jesus. Concentrate on Him. Focus on his, what He did. Fo focus on... Because, like I said before, last the last time we did this, last time we did, there's two big lies. The devil didn't exist, and Jesus was religious. Two biggest lies. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you can't say that. That's not really true. Well, yeah, it is. Prove me wrong. Who's the one that encouraged the crucified Jesus? Who's the one that was against him for doing work, working miracles on the Sabbath? The religious. We'll, we'll, keep yeah. on, we'll keep on going down this road if you want to. Okay? Jesus came to abolish religion. He came to justify your heart, not your head. Hello? Right. Okay? And the devil does exist. The devil is real and he's present and you can see it in plain sight. I ain't talking about pitchforks and pointy hats. Oh, no. He comes, he, he comes in a, in a ways that are more deceptive than that. If he came up to you and he said, Hi, I'm the devil. Here, here I am. I'm a, I'm, uh, my goal is to go ahead and separate you from Jesus and take you straight to hell. All right, of course, we're not going to go ahead and open up the door for him. We're not going to sit there and go, Oh, hey, you know, uh, oh, by the come way. on in. Oh, by the way, uh, come, come, come right in and, and sit with us. So he's going to come in deceptive ways. He's going to come in 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 in, uh, in in certain philosophies and certain ideas and certain thoughts and then once those certain once those 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 gates are opened then he's going to go ahead and come inside and disguise himself in that way he said it says that he disguised he he uh, dis uh, what's the what's the word he uh, disguises himself as a angel of light 
So he's going to come in with certain things, certain thoughts, and certain uh, ideas, and get settled in there in your life. And before you know it, there you you're going to find a being deceived by him and led astray by him. And yeah, you can be deceived in many, many, many ways too. Well, of course you can, and that's the whole principle of deception is mm -hmm. to not. How can I put this? Deception is to deprive of belief. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, what me and NoFlo have talked about so far, what? Oh, here we go. Do we have? Do we have the one and only Usil live with us? Yes, indeed. There's Usil. How you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> no flow. Say hi. Hi. Is it Lucille? Lucille, yeah. Yes. Lucille, all right. So, hey, Lucille, how are you? I'm doing good, relaxing. She's relaxing. See, what if you're talking about. Well, we're talking about redemption and how the church focuses more on their version of judging than God's version of judging. Oh. Yeah, Tony the homie, say hi to Lucille. Hi Lucille, how have you been? Hi Tony. Hi. If you don't know who Lucille is, Lucille has her show on Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. called Precious Faith. Awesome. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to listen to that sometime. Yes. Yeah, she talks about a lot of good stuff. So Lucille, what? So. Uh, let's put it, let's put this this in context for you to understand. There, okay, we're talking about uh, some about what we think of God's mercy there, and sometimes how God's mercy is beyond what we can even think of there. For instance, we're talking about people like Adolf Hitler. Could Adolf Hitler have been saved? The answer is yes. Of course, he couldn't. Uh -huh. And many and, and many different uh, uh, things concerning that there. So. What is your opinion on God's mercy there? What is uh, and in what ways does your God's mercy go beyond what we think His mercy should be? His mercy, well, it's, some, it's not something that we could understand. It's, it's for Him. It's, it's for us just to accept His mercy. You know, we don't understand it. We don't always agree with Him, but it is His mercy, and for that we have to respect that. I believe that. Amen. And uh, sometimes when we uh, when we think that there are certain people that shouldn't get mercy, that's the type of mercy that, that that's the type of person that God wants to give that mercy to. Correct. 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 That's uh, that's why it's not it's not under our understanding. I mean, hey, listen. Have you guys ever heard of what the definition of, of grace is? You ever heard what that is? God's redemption at Christ's expense. Absolutely. Really? God's redemption at Christ's expense there. So now, guess what? Let's, let's, let's pause this for one second about grace. Okay? Most people think grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. We, oh. get, we take the riches away because riches makes you think of monetary gain or possessional gain. God's redemption. We need redemption in order to accept the Christ's expense. Oh my there you goodness. go. Here we go. How about you? I, I think that deserves a hand clap, yeah, don't you? Well, yeah. uh, got it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That deserves a hand clap. <laughs> how about you, Lucille? How do you feel about that? I, I agree. I, you know, there's times that I don't understand it. I can't wrap my head around it. But my understanding and my faith in God is stronger than that. So that is 
why I accept it, why it's okay with me, because if it's okay with him, who am I to question him? Well, there you go. That's, that summarizes it. And guess what? Thankful, aren't you thankful that we are open to that same mercy that, that God... Yes. Yes, because, hey, listen, what would you rather do on, on judge, or what would you rather do when you face the Lord? Would you rather go ahead and face the judgment seat of Christ or the mercy seat of Christ? Which one do you want to fly, which one do you want to go ahead and join? Mercy. Okay. Mercy. No, mercy, obviously. You want to get the mercy seat. Okay, yes. so I'm going to kind of switch gears a little bit here again because I think it's important on this platform that she talk about it, okay? And God is all over this, so it's a good thing to discuss right now. We're talking about mercy, Okay. Usil dealt with something this week that was very oh, yes. life-changing, okay? And she'll tell you it on right now what she wants to tell you about it, but it's a learning lesson for all of those out there who are not truly paying attention to what's going on. Not that she wasn't, but it could happen to anybody. So, Usil, you, uh, you have the platform to be able to speak about this for a little bit and to help, to help those who are listening uh, be more aware, more more conscientious. Yeah, I'll get into that, like, deep details on, on my podcast, but one thing is for every woman, even men, to be aware of your surroundings to don't be on the phone and I wasn't on the phone and I still didn't notice but apparently I was being watched and um, sadly I, I got approached by a, a man when I was paying um, on the supermarket and this guy the way he got my attention was he ran he ran the um, the shopping cart against me so that distracted me because I got upset I, I, I was like dude you hit me you hurt me and he was like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry let me help you let me make it up to you so he's bagging my stuff that's how he got me distracted not that I was on the phone or anything and I'm like more concerned about my pain on my leg and he's packing my stuff so he puts the stuff on my cart and I'm like thank you just leave, leave my stuff alone please don't touch my stuff and I kept walking and I went out on the parking lot of the supermarket and as I was putting my stuff in the trunk guess who pulls up behind me he pulls up on a van and it scared me I felt scared and I'm like this is not this is something else this is not it doesn't feel good and he gets off and he goes let me finish helping you and as he was telling me that he was walking out, I saw another man coming from across and he signaled him with one finger, one finger. And I ran and I left my car open and, and this guy said, hey, you left your car open. I said, you could take that too. And um, I ran. Some God, the God in me told me run, run. And I was in tune. And um, I ran and uh, as I was running, I turned back, and he had the audacity to tell me, well, God bless you, and I'm thinking, he already did, he already did. And it was a very scary moment, you know, for the whole weekend, I was pretty bummed out because it happened to me, because I hear it, and I wouldn't think that, you know, I'm just getting off of work, you know, it's a normal day, and this happened, so I was pretty sad, but I also was thankful to God and all that, I was thankful to him that it was me and not a child. Because mm. I was alert, because I knew what right. to do. So I 
told him, thank you, Jesus, because you saved me. And not only that, that it was me and not a child or someone that couldn't react the way I did. So I had to see it like that and not be mad at it, you know? It's a learning experience. He told, he's been bugging me to talk about it because it's been happening. I just wasn't aware that it was happening so close to home. But it, as I'm talking to these ladies, as I even call, uh, the supermarket told me it's happening. It's happening in the parking lot. So we need to be more aware, more alert, and not trust anyone. You know, it's sad. And that's be careful a re- who you trust. That's a, re- that's a reality of it, is that little short story that she says pretty much in a nutshell of what happened i mean there's obviously a lot more detail she'll go into on her podcast but the point of it is is that she's trying to get it across to everyone out there i don't it she did she wasn't distracted she wasn't on her cell phone she wasn't you know horsing off doing something she shouldn't be doing she was doing a typical normal thing shopping for her family and they used his guy used a cart and hit her rather hard. She's still she's still dealing with the pain to this day. It was rammed really hard into her side, enough to, to shake her so far off to where all that transpired. And thankfully, she's tuned into the Holy Spirit enough to where when God said run, that's what she did. I ran. I, I didn't care about my purse. I didn't care about my car because he replaced all of that. You know. Yep. And. As soon as he got off that van and approached me saying, let me finish helping you. And I'm thinking, let me finish helping you. What do you mean, you know? And I said, oh no, this doesn't feel good. And something said run, and that was gone. And I said, oh, I'm running. I didn't even care. If the, he even told me, your car is open, your car is unlocked. And I'm like, it's okay to take that. And I ran, and then um, he, he it just blows my mind how he just, he did so, he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing. He's telling me, God bless you. And he looked at me like, I'm like, you're screaming this out loud. And I looked at him like, unbelievable, you know? Yep. And I'm like, yes, you sure I'm blessed. You know, you sure I am? I'm blessed. But it's just a scary moment. I still have bruises on my legs from that. So when I see it, I remember it. And, and I feel like, invaded my privacy you hurt me you know you shouldn't be doing that to no one it wasn't an accident you meant for that to happen so that's why i'm upset because he meant for that to happen you know and and then one of the one of the things i was reading on um is that the trafficking colors are green and this man was wearing a green shirt i didn't even know that i just i was shaking i'm like oh my god he's wearing a green shirt and they said that's one of the signs so I was pretty shaken up all weekend, but I'm better because of, by the grace of God, I'm better because he has me. He has me. He takes care of me. Well, that's, uh, you know, that that's, uh, that's awesome to hear what, uh, that you got out of that situation there because you were listening to uh, the Holy Spirit and the Holy yes. Spirit said, you got to get out of there as quickly as possible there. And you did what the Holy Spirit wanted you to do there. And I think yes. it. I mean, we got to be aware that there is uh, that there is a huge problem with human uh, trafficking, and let's just be honest with you, sex trafficking that is going yes. on in Las Vegas here, and yes. that uh, it is no joke. So you got to be aware. You got to watch out for your surroundings there. Okay, if you see something that's suspicious, don't be afraid to go ahead and 
and put your guards up and say, hey, you know what, this is not going to happen uh, right now. So that's, that's, a, that's a terrible thing to have to go through, but we're glad that you made it through. That's, yeah. that, that's the, the best part about that. That's yeah. right, that's right. And, and one advice someone, someone gave me from church is that, you know, I never thought of it. She says, when you feel that someone's following or you feel that way, you are allowed to go tell the clerk or security, please walk me to my car. I don't feel secure. Or even let them know this happened to me before. And they, you know, someone will walk with you. It, it, it sh we shouldn't be ashamed or embarrassed to ask for help. Absolutely not. We should be able to go to our, the clerk or whoever and ask for help to get to the car if you don't feel safe. Absolutely. Well, Lucille, yeah. thank you for sharing that. I know you're going to be getting more in-depth on your podcast. We're yeah. about to drop into a break. Um, once again, love you. Thank you so much, baby. Love you, guys. God bless you. you God bless you. Bless you. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, guys. We're about, to jump, we're about to jump into a break. You all ready for that? All right. So who's in the house right now? JC. JC is definitely in the house. Be that find it today. All right. From your boy Blue to DJ No Flow. Tony the homie. We'll Tony, see you soon. Tony the homie. We'll see you after the break. We'll see you in a minute.
Oh my goodness, guys, man, I am. We're we're gonna come back from break early because we got a special caller that called in. My goodness, who's in the house right now? Your boy Blue N. DJ No Flow. And Tony the homie, what's up? Tony the homie. And who do we have on the line right now? Miss Melanie, are you there? I'm here, honey. I'm in the house. My goodness, how you doing? That's a good thing, good thing. Before we went to break, we were talking about God's mercy. We were talking about how we don't understand the mercy that God has for us due to our own personal mercies that we think somebody should have. So maybe you can touch on that a little bit about what what God's mercy is in, in your life. Oh my goodness. From the time I was two years old, taken away from my grandparents' love, he's shown me nothing but grace, even when I felt that he had turned his back on me in my childhood years, in my teenage years, and in my young adulthood. But I had to get to the point where I realized it was not the will of God for my childhood to have been messed up. That was not his will, okay? That was the will of the devil. The devil had his people doing his work, but all through it all, like that point, footprints in the sand, the Lord carried me when it got, when it was the worst part. He was carrying me all along and still carrying me to this day when it's all finally behind me. We have to have patience. We cannot lose patience with righteousness. Good Lord, God the Almighty and Jesus our Savior move in their own time, in due season. We have to be taught patience. They have to teach us patience. Wait on the Lord. He may not come when He when you want Him to, but He's never too late. And He's always there. He will deliver. Mm-mm. Jesus. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Yes, I do. My goodness. It just... I'm telling you something, guys, worldwide right now, you know, Miss Melanie, I, I work with her at my day, at my, at my swing day job, and we have talked about the Lord on so many different occasions and, you know, had so many conversations regarding our faith and what, what's gone on in both of our lives and the church and everything, and I'm going to tell you one thing right now, Melanie is dynamic. She is oh, something, God got something moving on her that... Man, I tell you, she and she did not is not ashamed to proclaim it. I tell you that right now. <laughs> yes, yes, dear, you're right, Blue, because I pray that the good Lord make us bold in our salvation. Bold in Christ. Okay, because we are going, we are being called to come out of Babylon. And Babylon is the ways of the world, and it's come out of our flesh. Okay? This is for real this time. This is for real. Look out there in the world. It's messed up. It went from bad to worse with each passing generation. Okay? And you got people walking around here. All the COVID down, and we over there. And let's all get back to business as usual. And that's what the world did. Get back to their own 
selfish, self-centered ways as usual. But this is Pistol, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And the red horse, the war, mm-hmm. Russia and Ukraine, they here too. Mm-hmm. Famine and the cost of food and everything else that went up, then they call it inflation. All of this is tied into the book of Revelation. It's being fulfilled right now. It is. And just, so if we don't get, if people don't get right, they're going to get left, left behind. That's true. And here's the thing that, uh, that is awesome, that you were, you were talking about your, your past there, and you, it sounds like you had a pretty rough past. And so, but the, the Lord delivered you out of them all. Now, sometimes some people yes, can. Did. Sometimes some people can be ashamed of our past, of their pasts, you know, because of certain things that have happened in there. But guess what? God wants to go ahead and take our pasts there, and He wants to show everybody where we came from, so that it gives hope to other people there. And yes, it, it does. Right. Because if you don't, you don't have a testimony without a test. And you're absolutely right. There you go. So you don't have a... We we got to go through trials, tests, tribulations, and tragedies. Absolutely. Many is the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us out of them all. How many? I drown my pain in alcohol, and I'm delivered from that. So you have a testimony to share. It doesn't feel the way it used to feel in my flesh anymore. Mm -hmm. Now that's deliverance. When you... When when you use the alcohol making you feel great and good and da-dee-da, but when you go to drink it now, I go to drink it now, it don't feel the same. It don't have that effect on, that pleasurable effect on me anymore. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, please, pull your anointing out on me because the anointing breaks yokes. Absolutely. And that's what brings the... And obviously, that's what he's doing. Now, that's what brings deliverance to people there. And you sharing your testimony there is a great part of that there because you give hope to other people. You're showing that, hey, listen, this is what my past was, and this is where I am now. You can be taken out of that situation too. God can deliver you out of that situation there and help you through this. So you've got a great, you've got a great uh, uh, testimony to share there to give hope to other Thank people. You. Amen. Our beloved Savior Jesus came to set the captives free. And that he did. His it's... suffering and the blood he shed on the cross was not in vain. These people, you and me in blue, we are we are living proof. Preach it. His, oh my goodness. Preach oh it. My goodness. It is so better to suffer in Christ than to suffer without him. Uh, so 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 let so let's uh, let's give you the opportunity here. What would you say right now if somebody was listening to you and your story there? What would you say to them right now that would cause them to uh, to go ahead and and give their lives over to Jesus? What would be your advice to them? Open open mic for I, you there. I would say this. I would say this. You can stay too long at the party, and some people die at the party. They never walk out that door. You can stay too long in your flesh having a good time. I know a man that was 80 years old and, and died in his flesh. A prostitute he had taken home killed him. And he was 80 years old and soliciting prostitution. 
paying for prostitutes and one of them killed me. Okay? A former church member of mine. Okay? You can stay too long. Now the Lord giving you ample opportunity keeping you alive so you can come on into his kingdom. Because, sure, in a church, some people are saved, some people are not saved. But out in the world, nobody is saved. And Blue know what I'm talking about because we see the world walk up into the casinos every day. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. Out. All you got to do is call on his name. That's Lord right. and Savior, dear Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior, as the only begotten Son of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Come into my life and save and heal and deliver me from my past, my pain, from this world, this present day world. He hears us. God the Almighty and the Holy Spirit is the comforter. Hears us. But you got to want it. You gotta reach for it. You gotta, his hand has been there, hold it, held out to you. You gotta reach back and take his hand. True, and that's why that's the simple gospel right there that was that was that was that was preached there. Beautiful. If you're out there and you can and you and you can hear what our sister is saying there, it's very simple. You just gotta go ahead and say, Jesus, you, I need you, and I and I need you right now. And listen, if you're listening out there right now and you're going, yeah, you know what? I, I'll get saved when I'm on my deathbed. Okay, I'll get saved in the in the eleventh hour of my life. Well, listen, let me tell you something. Okay. <laughs> You may think you're going to get saved on the 11th hour of your life, but Satan's coming for you at the 10th, okay? Right. So you, so don't waste time. Don't go ahead and try to, to, to put it off. Get saved today. The Bible says the now is the day of salvation. So give your heart over to Jesus Christ. No, but nobody's got, anybody, nobody's got anything guaranteed tomorrow. I don't have anything guaranteed tomorrow. Do you, DJ? No way. No no guarantee for tomorrow. When I go to bed, I'm grateful. I get up thankful. How about you, Tony? No, I nope. But see, this is the thing about the beauty thing. The beautiful thing about Miss Melanie is that that fire that burns inside of her from the past that she's enduring and God's grace getting her through those things to become the person she is today, even in those trials of her of her church life and other things that she's endured, she still has that 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 altar fire burning on that altar. Let the let the fire on my altar never burn out. Let the fire on my altar never burn out. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go ahead and We're burn out than fade you. away. Right. Talking to you two, calling in this night when Blue told me, I wrote down the information of the radio, the digital radio and all of that. And I said, Lord, please let this smartphone work. And it did. <laughs> went right on through. Y'all uh, just lifted me up by being a part of this conversation. And I'm so glad now I got this um, UMOLV digital radio on my phone. Oh, I'ma be here. I'ma be listening. I'm a new member. Well, you're gonna you're gonna have the platform as well to come on on Wednesdays when we're live and be able to speak whatever God puts on your heart. All three of us welcome you on this show any Wednesday you want to be on. All the time. You know, and you'll God be able to. You, and you'll be able to. Made this ministry, made this radio ministry flourish and grow and reach, reach the 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 the. the the people of Vegas. Absolutely. I well, God is doing some special stuff with what we're doing. I mean, this is the second time that we've been live, all the way live on this on the air. 
you know this is you know going to be encored throughout the week you know we we encore mondays and fridays same time so you'll hear our conversations the music all that good stuff during the week you know but the point of it is is this we are designed on this show to speak about the things that you don't hear about typically in a traditional church this is about acceptance understanding no matter what background you're from no matter what ethnic background it is whatever decisions you've made everyone is open and free to speak their their heart and perception and perspective on this show and Amen. we proclaim it DJ Nofo proclaims it in the beginning of the show that this is centered in the in the gospel of Jesus Christ and we end it with salvation prayer that's just the way it works and anyone that talks in between those times has the floor to say whatever is on their on their heart to say and we, we if we agree to disagree we do that and we move forward you know but it's been it's an absolute pleasure to have you on Miss Melanie thank you so much for reaching out Melanie it's been and awesome like I said I'm a, I'm a member now and I'm gonna be listening now you're gonna you're gonna be on talking with us about these hard topics too, because I know you got some you got some interesting perspectives that are going to be very vital to to people hearing you and what your you, what your experiences in your life have been and the topics that we bring about. It's going to be important stuff to talk about. So not only are you you know tuning in, but you're also a very valuable voice to what we're doing. And you're a much needed voice there. You're, you're a much needed voice out there too, Thank Melanie. You. I'll tell you, don't stop. Don't stop speaking. Don't stop uh, uh, shouting it out there. What uh, what what the Lord has done for you there, because people out there need to hear what you got to say. So say it loud and say it clear. Say it <laughs> I want to say something. I'm going to say something that's really funny, actually. Okay, so Miss Mel- Melanie is a very vocal person at work. Everyone knows when she's around. She is not shy to give you the give you the volume, okay? So when I first met her and started talking with her and everything, we knew we had a, a you know a relationship with the Lord and everything. Um, looks like if someone's like really tall, you call them tiny. Just to be like a adverb to it, right? Well, because Melanie is such a projected person, I used to call her whisper. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she, she knows. She knows. <laughs> just to just to kind of lighten the mood up for people to like. There's not a whisper in that woman. I'm like, yeah, that's the whole point of why I called her that. <laughs> but no. <laughs> but you know, you you are you are super loved by God. You are super loved by those who follow Him. You know, we here, you know, have so much respect and so much uh, care for what you say and how you. And how God has done what He's done, especially me, because I know you. You know, you. Uh, we have some. We've had some very interesting conversations that people need to hear, and here is the platform to say it. Yes, we have. We've talked about the Antichrist and his his uh how his spirit is at work right now, just like his father Satan. Goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Okay, the Antichrist is here. It's real. Some people have already accepted his mark. Okay? He was behind that lab in China, developing and releasing that COVID. 
That's all it was. Yeah, he was. He, he said that was a test run. That was a test run. It was a test. That's right. That, that, that's absolutely right. You know, before we can go ahead and before he can go ahead and uh, and and put his his emotions into play there, he's got to go ahead and test the field and see what we would be willing to accept. Absolutely, absolutely. That's right. You know, well, that's exactly right. And, and more more stuff, more things are coming. Okay. Now this year is just about over with. Twenty twenty three. Oh my, Wall Street is about to fall. And it's gonna be worse than 1929. What they call Black Sunday. When Wall Street fell, it issued in the Great Depression. Okay? Women were cooking the family dog. That's how that, that's how skates food was in some places during the Great Depression. Okay? This is all being for Love in the book of Revelation. Uh, yeah. oh, my I am to, we, cleaning up my house. We're about to get into another conversation about all that, man. <laughs> DJ Noflo brought up Hitler up in the last show, and we had to open up the show with that, and that was some crazy stuff. And Bobby, we're about to go into another one. Unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you for calling in and being part of it. Uh, we, we love you and we thank you so much. And I'll be in touch, okay? All right. Take, you take care. Thank you so much for being part of our conversation. Absolutely. Thank you. God bless you. y'all, brothers, and, and 
Picture me rolling like cock in a drop, go double law. Woman, champagne, weed, cigars, and caviar. Living the life of a thug, moving the drugs, ducking them slugs, dealing with phones, tap with bugs, plugs. Associated with some hard hitters, coke killers, convicts, thugs, and drug dealers, cop killers, and drug lords, stacking eight figures. Quick to pull the trigger and leave a body floating in the river. We go with us. In this jungle, collecting mad skrilla, making our chatter and cream off dope fiends from a land where everybody got a fan for themselves. Ten for the homies doing 25 to life in a cell. Seems like we dwell in the pits of hell. With no bail, chained up, captive, and tortured by the enemy's spells. Who hears my cry from these lonely jail cells? And what does it profit to lose my soul and gain from drug sales? Living the street life, crystal drugs and crushed ice. Hanging with players that plan heists and roll dice. It can see those like bugs. You see when we outlaws may have a living elite. The street life, living the street life, crystal drugs and crushed ice. Hanging with players that plan heists and roll dice. It can see those like bugs. You see when we outlaws may have a living elite. The street life, hey yo, the street life is the only life I know. Got to hustle these mean streets and grind and make dough. Cop the four four, jump in the six four. Blast on my adversaries and end up on death row. Yo, this was the life I seen raises a youth. Where everybody smoking chronic, sipping 98 proof. Ain't no happy days of sunshine in my hood. It's just crime, crying in one time. Slugs flying and everybody trying to come up in this evil drug game. Insane visions of murder just increased the pain. Cocaine and methamphetamine. I want out, but I gave a note to the death of me. So let it be. I'm a ride on my enemy, but when they bury me, I fear when my soul will be eternally looking for life, Patton. But I'm in the midst of the dark. It's so hard when you're in this ghetto prison looking for God. Living the street life, crystal drugs and crushed ice. Hanging with players that plan heists and roll dice. It can see those like bugs. You see when we outlaws forever living elite. Street life, the street life, crystal drugs and crushed ice. Hanging with players that plan heists and roll dice. It can see those like bugs. You see when we outlaws forever living elite. The street life. So I wipe the tears from my eyes and ask God How many lonely painful tears will I cry? Seem like nobody even care about us here in the hood I try to get a job but they say I'm up to no good Misunderstood from a young age That's why I turn to heavy liquor in a 12 gauge On a rampage from an adolescent Carrying hollow points in my Smith and Wesson For anybody second guessing if I'm scared of testing Ain't nothing even worth living for The rich are getting richer and the ghetto remain poor Like the stores and the gun shops And everybody wonder why my thugs pack locks They kill cops full of hurt since birth Why was I placed on the sun? Dodge, cast aces, and comrades. You know what it is. West Coast, baby. West Coast, baby. Come on. Sin. You're my closest 
the ducks who live within Regardless of what they say about it Get you thinking about your past Remind the time and time arrive Fast in the distance of world alive Young and innocent a fine line And you will die simple principle minds It's all a mystery Eva forces get you twisted They enlisted What is being saved Maybe do it soon Into life, into life A straight goon It's serious now I gotta get it right A picture projected into my sight You ask me I wanna be set free Do you know what it is To be set free Efficient time to fight Resistance all you might Clean is my future My past is like a fog Never will I underestimate Your love I know you got my heart I know you got my heart I know you got my heart Cause you're my closest dog Come on Your manifest, simple nature it is a supernatural test. Battle flesh and spirit, you can run but not high and still fear it. Regulates two or more is in the mist. Had it any sense or do you feel it? Deliver loss after you concentrate. Do you truly want to watch and pray? What can I say? Is it your day? Seek first and all is added. There is no delay. He's got you, all the niggas attracted. DBE on this track's west coasting. Evangelistic, no stopping. Ready, stick to those truth exposed. My spirit a new start once he's there he'll never depart in my future my past is like a fog i know you in my heart i know you're in my heart i know you're in my heart cause you're my closest dog come on Everyone that trusted the man You ain't never gonna have more friends Than you can count on your hands I ain't talking about those that lie for you Or that get high with you But those that love you so much That they would die for you 
apologize to you, put their pride aside for you. There ain't no greater love than this, here let me try and show you. Sometimes I wish I could no longer remember just exactly how bitterness caused me to fall like September or October, November. My heart was as cold as December, but I stand in need of forgiveness, so I gotta forgive them. I dumb out with tears running down my face, falling like April showers. I clench my fists and grip my teeth like, man, I hate them cowards. I sit and think for hours, then I repent again, cause I gotta remember none of us are innocent. I forgive you for every time that you did me dirty. I forgive you for spazzing on me like you 730. I forgive you for talking about me behind my back. And I forgive you for leaving and never coming back. And I forgive you for everything that you stole from me. And I forgive you for every lie that you told on me. And I forgive you for what you told me that wasn't true. Like when I asked you if you said it, you told me it wasn't true. I done seen too many haters that caught the papers like mad rappers. That's why the Jesus I pledge allegiance like Delta Kappas. Sharp discernment show me more than what their eyes reveal. Won't trust them far as I could throw them cause they not real. And yeah, they smile a lot and tell you that your rhymes are hot. But when you start to shine a lot, that's when they start the highest spot. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Hey, yo, you see how A Omega come through, come through. Hey, yo, the Bible tells you that promotion come from the Lord, thun. So that's the only one that you should seek in applause from. I've been murdered with words by the tongue of a swordsman. Character assassinated with a verbal assault gun. But I've been resurrected by a glory that's awesome. With love of my enemies, fresh up out of the call. Now who you trust be the question Your best friend could be your enemy Your enemy, your best friend I forgive you for every time that you talk to me greasy I forgive you for telling people you ain't believe me And I forgive you for showing me love when it was empty I forgive you for every time you turn people against me And I forgive you for putting my business in the street I forgive you, it ain't no beef if we should ever meet And I forgive you for saying you was my family But when I needed you, I called for help and you abandoned me I done seen too many liars on TV, corrupting facts and figures That's why to Jesus I pledge allegiance just like Gamma Sigma Media pumps you full of fear and tell you calm down They feed you violence then they tell you put that pistol down They tell you buy this product to stop spreading AIDS But everywhere you look they selling sex to every age Little homie cutting class putting weed inside a blunt And he could barely read but he could teach you how to stunt Scholars trying to sell you evolution like it's a science But they ain't got no transition new fossils they lying I do this for the truth, not to be stinking filthy rich So I don't care if you don't buy my music like the Dixie Chicks Cause you won't catch me on television apologizing For speaking out against idol worship and sodomizing And if your favorite rapper says it's just music, then ditch him Cause he's not really a gangster, but I'm really a Christian So don't compare me to secular rappers in the game Cause I ain't here for competition, I don't rap for fame Keep your respect for me if you got no integrity But I forgive you, and I still love you God bless you, B. I forgive you for telling people God is for fools. And I forgive you for taking prayer out of our schools. And I forgive you for warring against the moral standard. And I forgive you for all your demonic propaganda. And I forgive you for poison doctrines you sell to children. And I forgive you for indiscriminately just killing. And I forgive you for saying abortion isn't murder. And I forgive you, but God's opinion is all that matters. Y'all are about to hear one of the last little proposals with the mic. <laughs> hey, Bone, let it go, man. 
strong with time it is. Yo, my lyrics fat like them Cartagena. You never seen a Latino rapper pick up the mic and eat them cheese like Calabina. From the yeah, yeah, you're down to Argentina. I be slanging the gospel in the crack houses like it was cocaina. Mira, mija, la firme línea de mi rap familia. No son gallinas killing them demons, it's a misdemeanor. So we ain't scared of y'all. We lived above the law, now we got pimps and thugs and these sauces at the altar call. Praying, saying things like forgive me for my evil ways and get off the knees and be delivered from drugs and supplies. Praising the name of Christ, Christ. Ain't scared to give my life for the one who died on the cross and saved me when my life was tried. Now it's alright. Got both these lyrics, pick the copyright, building an army in the world is dark so we can bring the light. Praising veteranos, cristianos that we call it models. Deadly like rattlesnakes, but worse when mics are in our models. And me God, no dice nada, pura amenazada. Swag and vias, rappers wanna bite like a thousand piranhas. I bring the heat like a sauna. We Cubana, mama from Havana. Yeah, come on by. When I rock like Madonna. My brethren's feet You're quick to speak And judge quick to turn The other cheek Forgive my fault For 179 times And add 11 Just to equal 70 times Seven rap reverend Preaching sermons To those thug living Killing sin and feeling That they can never be forgiven Ghetto prison is where they living So I make incisions Cut to the heart And I Jack 
back. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. It had to happen. Ready, homie? All the time, no. Let's go ahead and show them how we praise on the best side, the west side. Yeah. The praises go up, yeah, yeah. Walls will fall down, let's go. Hallelujah, Lord, I'm coming to you with a mouth full of praise. That's the way I will pursue you. This world will try to hold you back. That's how they do you, but I ain't going out like that. Nah, dog, booyah, with a lyrical miracle type of flow. I'm breaking it down, homie, like the walls of Jericho. As we march around the thing seven times, spitting these lines about his glory divine. I find what? Without his presence, we ain't nothing. Nada. I'ma keep my faith in God, cause I got it. Even when they try to throw me in the fiery pit, I'm a backyard bookie with my crucifix. Now, who is this? With the two G's on the track. Big on, breaking through all times like a running back. So think about it, homie, while you're facing the wall. Praise God through it all and let the trumpets call. I got food like the mayor. I'm born again now, but I used to jail play. Slick talk, like slick Rick thoughts. Y'all should die for my sins with this life I've been bought. Hustle here, hustle there, I hustle everywhere. God spare my life, confess Christ, say a prayer. Ain't every blue blood through my veins. I'm a G, the last of the dying breed. Blessed to be free. Backpacks and hoodies for Batman the goodies. I left the devil hanging and he said, How could he? I'm in the world, not of it. Like money, don't love it. Chili baby, blast ballin', don't cuff it. I'm in the bins on the highway. I rather be doing the word and try to do it my way. Give me praise, drop the top. The war's about to fall. We gon' set up shop, get guap. Ain't new to me, ain't nothing you can do to me. I put myself to death, my flesh got a eulogy. Mine was the toolery, a mind full of foolery, crime, cash, and mutiny. Violence slash nudity, the streets fit me suitably. I responded ruthlessly, through a living brutally. Now they gotta Google me. Old things pass away, and everything is new to me. The father had a plan, and it came together beautifully. Only if you knew a G, just to keep it truthfully. The devil's in the set, protect me when they shoot at me, dipping in my ride. They pride in my jewelry, how you supposed to hide? With bullets that go through a tree. They say I'm crazy, maybe it's the food I eat. That don't even phase me. I praise him like it's Jubilee. I open up the gate. I'm thankful that he threw the key. So praise him with the homie. But only if you're truly free. Don't kill me, don't kill me. 
Gonna be the very thing that keeps me strong I speak to the streets and they feel me They relate to what they see me I, I done seen dudes bail out Hit the house, get the duct tape Big gun, make them open up safe More bills than a duck face Got him on a dope case Face 25 upstate Chuck's tied with a blue lace Judge trying to hit me with a new case Back then I would move things Back and forth like a move swing Push a rock up to 15 Push, push a rock, I was 15 Homeboys had hoop dreams All I wanted was a new fiend AK and a Mac 11 Couple Glock and some new beams Knew one thing, fry the whole wing Then throw it on the triple beam Pull licks with a palm grip on the black stick with a sickle team, white teeth, face, still screen. Try to hit me with a homicide. Main chick is my alibi. Before I tell, no, I'd rather die. Don't speak what I ain't done. Don't claim where I ain't from. Broke crumbs with my day ones till the sauce money like A1. Trace me back BC. Blood cold like AC. Got traded like KD. Now I rep three like a Mae The streets say whatever, don't kill me. Gonna be the very thing that keeps me strong. I speak to the streets and they feel me. They relate to what they see me on. The streets say whatever, don't kill me. Gonna be the very thing that keeps me strong. I speak to the streets and they feel me. They relate to what they see me on. Um. The na- na- neighborhood was a war zone, so I grew up in the crossfire. I was out too far gone. Street stories leave you horrified. Like block hot move work on, on the stoop blue perk. Strap pop like pills on set like perk. Past life I was too bad. Drip crip like a blue bath. Deep waves with a new shag in my left pocket was a blue flag. Every day fill a new bag. Six tray with a new tag. All, all chrome underneath the hood, but it sit low on some blue mags. Streets showed me the grind. All I ever knew was bad. Lord showed me the shine. What I never knew I had. Study script like medicine. But I only speak the relevant. God body boy had a scent with a 45 like the president. Got a piece that appeal rounds. Case ops try to steal clown. Serve God, but I'm still round. So you know I still got a steel pound. Young king with a real crown. Speak truth with a trill sound. By my word, I'm bound. So my real ones know I'm still down. The streets say whatever, don't kill me. Gonna be the very thing that keeps me strong. I speak to the streets and they feel me. They relate to what they see me on. The streets say whatever, don't kill me. Gonna be the very thing that keeps me strong. I speak to the streets and they feel me. They relate to what they see me on.
is in the house right now. Your boy Blue is in the house. DJ No Flow. No Flow. DJ Tony the homie, what's up? Tony, but I said DJ Tony. <laughs> DJ Tony the homie. TJ Tony the homie. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad one. He just he just, he just <laughs> went ahead and promoted himself there. You know, he's no longer Tony the homie. He's not DJ Tony Tony the, the homie. Add a add a you know word to it. <laughs> that was a self promotion. There you go. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! We've been having a great show, great stuff. I know we took a little longer on a break than originally planned. Um, you know, a, a homie has got to eat. I'm sorry, we have to eat, we have to nourish ourselves. We had two incredible callers uh, tonight that has been absolutely fantastic. One, Usio, with her Precious Faith podcast and show that happens on the weekends at 1 p.m. And then Miss Melanie calls in and gives us just a wonderful uh, perspective and her her uh, testimony of how God has worked in her life. And it's, been, it's just been awesome times. So... We're in the last half of our second hour. Uh, definitely, if you want to call us, you're hearing this live right now, you want to call us, definitely do so. 702-483-8004. The lines are open and ready for you. If you call, we are going to have a great conversation. We are live on UMO Radio, so it's going to be broadcast worldwide. It's a beautiful thing. Do so. 702 or 483 8004. If you rather text your question, your comment, your idea, your perspective, it is text friendly. We will address it here on the show um, as we go along. So anyway, man, touching on touching on salvation, touching on perspective, and those things that are that are so hard to get people to understand is our mercy. Our perception of mercy is jaded. We're jaded with it because we have been we grew up in such a paganistic, uh, paganistic and flattered society of religious principle that people look at Christians as judgmental, as people who have opinions that you cannot talk to. Haters, and the list goes on. Of all the things that we're told what we are, what's that? I was just saying, like, way too many things. I just, like, yeah. over on that. You say you're a Christian, and people are like, really? Here we go mm-hmm. again. At least, and I'm going to be real with you, at least with the Catholics, they know what to expect. They know they're paganistic. They know they're religious. They know what to expect. Kind of like one of those things where you, 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 you deal with things on a... I know what you're going to do. I'd rather deal with what I know than go to something I don't know and be judged for it. Okay, so let's uh, let's discuss this. Let's discuss perception of salvation because that falls along the lines of Hitler. It falls along the lines of Dahmer. It falls along the lines of any person who's done anything against God. Go ahead. So I want I want to um, I want to share a story that happened in real life a couple of uh, actually about 25 years ago that has something to do with this because listen here's the thing not only do we go ahead and, perce- and, and go ahead and per- and perceive an image of God there and how and and uh, His judgment in a certain way where it is not it is not always correct and it's beyond our understanding 
but other people do it for themselves too. Now, let me give you an example. Long time ago, I was working at a store called Albertsons. You know, there was that, it was right off of the, uh, where was it? Uh, it was on Lamb and uh, Desert Inn, all right? It was uh, one of those, uh, there was the big Albertsons out there. And there was a, and there was this homeless guy that, that was uh, in the parking lot there. And I had seen him a couple of weeks. And I actually had to go ahead and kick him out of the store there because he, uh, he was shoplifting and everything. So, I... One day I said, I got to approach this man and I'm going to tell him about Jesus. And I had a certain urgency in my heart to do so. And I said, Let's, let me go ahead. I'm going to talk to him. Now, I told him the plan. Of, I told him about the love of God. I told him, I said, listen, Jesus loves you. Hey, listen, all you got to do is give your heart to Jesus Christ. I cannot make it any more simpler than that. I, all you have to do is just say, Lord, here I am. Jesus, here I am. And here's where he got hung up on. He goes... Yeah, listen, I, I got to smoke a cigarette, though. I don't care. Smoke a cigarette if you want to. Give your heart to Jesus Christ, okay? And he kept saying over and over again, he says, No, man, I got a cigarette habit. I got a cigarette habit. And I look, I said, listen, bro, when you are going to go ahead and take a shower, you don't take a shower and then take a shower, right? You just simply get in the shower, take a shower, get yourself clean, and then go from there. I said, you don't come to Jesus. You don't go ahead and come to Jesus and say, all right, Lord, before I come to Jesus, I got to give this up, and I got to give that up, and I got to give that up. No, I don't care. That doesn't matter. You give your heart to Jesus first, and then all those other things are going to go ahead and come off. Like You're going to give those things up later. But he would not get off. Of the, he could not go ahead and get around that uh, and, and understand the concept. And he says, I'm sorry, man, I, I got to smoke a cigarette, man. I, I can't give my heart, to, my heart to Jesus. I got to smoke a cigarette. I said, all right, listen, you know what? Before I leave, I'm going to leave you with this message. All you got to do is just call out on the name of Jesus, and he will save you. All right, now, two days later, that man was murdered in the same spot where I was telling him about Jesus. What kept him from accepting Jesus was his idea of God's mercy and and, and oh. it was his idea that God couldn't accept him because he was smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. let's make one thing clear. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you're smoking. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care whatever it may be. And no matter how bad it is, how wicked it is, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not going to ask you to go ahead and give up anything to come to Christ. Mm. I'm not going to go ahead and put that up in front of you to stop you from getting to, to from you coming to know His mercy and His love there, and His under and and His grace. I want you to come to Christ as you are, mm. smelly, stinky, uh, as rotten as you could possibly be, because our goal is to get you into the the into being forgiven and being loved by Jesus Christ and after you come to Christ after you give your heart to him then start to go ahead and give up those things so if you're out there listening to me I'm going to tell you right now all right don't sit there and make the same mistake that this man made and said hey I I I, I can't give my life to Jesus because I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this and this and that so don't make that same mistake. My, my, I only can hope that that man remembered what I said. 
that I said what he called what you call out on the name of Jesus at the last minute because that man less than 36 hours later his body was on a gurney being put into the back of an ambulance sir because somebody stabbed and murdered him and I only hope that he said Jesus at the last minute mm. to make heaven mm. so oh. does that does that kind of give you an idea there oh boy oh my goodness his yeah. his his perception of God cost him to miss out on God that's right that's right and that's exactly what we're trying to get through on this show especially for the last two last one and this one is this camera or DJ No Flow said it exactly the way he, he, that example is <sighs> we need to get away from surface issues okay your smoking is not going to send you to hell. Not. Stop it. Your drinking is not going to send you to hell. Stop it. Your addiction to whatever is not going to send you to hell. Stop it. What's going to send you to hell is your non-repented heart and your non-acceptance of Jesus. That is what's going to send you to hell. Okay, it's irrelevant what's going on in your life once you take that step because you take the step, you get the salvation, and you go into redemption and restoration. It's not complicated. It's simplistic, but it's taking you out of the equation. Less of you, more of him. But what, you know, okay, Answer me this. Answer me this. Okay. What is stopping you from believing in God? What's stopping you? What is stopping you? What do you lose by believing in God? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Look closer than Absolutely nothing. Okay. So if if you lose nothing, absolute goose egg, by believing in God. Then what's holding a person back from believing? What is, what is, what is, Sometimes it could be their perception of God. Exactly. Bing, 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 bing. Where's my... Do I get a clap for that? Yeah, yes, you do. <laughs> I want my gold star. There it is. Yeah, two claps. There you go. <laughs> two claps for that one. It is perception. It is perception of salvation that keeps a person from not taking that step because all God is doing is offering you forgiveness. Just here. I forgive you. For every sin you've committed in your entire life, past, present, and the ones you don't even know you're going to do, I've already forgiven you for those. All you have to do is deny thyself. Yeah. Deny thyself. And that's true. Deny thyself. Well, if I deny myself, then how am I going to get the, the blessings and the and the and the favor and all this? Because this is, how, this is how this works. Okay, people worldwide live. You're hearing your boy Blue say this to you straight up. This is how this works. This is the mechanics of God and how he works. Okay? As you do for him, he does for you. That is true. Okay? So as you walk in the Lord and you do his will that be done. 
you are going to be amazed at what he does for you and your heart's desire as you complete his task. He's completing your dreams and desires as you're completing his. You don't miss out. That's true. And I tell you what, here's the good thing that happens. When you get saved, all of a sudden you find that you start to desire what God desires. I remember one day, mm -hmm. I remember, listen, you <laughs> well, I'm earning some gold Jack stars I can't today, touch this, this clap. No, well, Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so real. That is, the, that is the absolute diagnosis of this. People have overcomplicated this so much to where, well, you know, we don't know. You do know. You know. Cam. Or no flow. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I'm gonna bring up a story, Tony, that happened. That this man was the only salvation I had. God used him. Okay. I'm not gonna bring up the whole situation. Of course. I'm just gonna say that in a time where I was bombarded, emotionally drained, and absolutely persecuted. He was the only one who stepped up against all odds and gave me that little bit of comfort to be able to get me through it. And for that, I'm, I'm, I'm forever grateful. I don't care what anybody got to say about that. I don't care anyone's opinion. It was me that was going through it. And he was right next to me. And he seen it. He stepped up. And he, he, he calmed it. Yeah, he got persecuted for it. But he knew our friendship led to this moment right here. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Without that one moment, we wouldn't be here right now. We may uh, not have been friends after that. Yeah. I couldn't tell you that because I walked out. I walked out and I, and I left. This man's a loyal man. Okay. I have, I have personal proof of that. However, that perception went so sideways that led me down a destructive path. Even though I may look like I was going down a destructive path, that did not help it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He stepped in, changed that, changed the, that, that trajectory of it. Here we are today, talking on live radio together. The man who began me in radio is sitting right in front of me. If it wasn't for him, I would have never been on radio. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot of dynamic here. So perception of what we think salvation is, is exactly what he just described with that guy at his, his old job. His perception was, I can't stop smoking. It's going to lead me to hell. No flow says, no, it's not. Just accept him. He couldn't get over that simplistic surface issue. And what happened? He ended up dying. Who knows if he would if he got it or not? You know, he wasn't there when he died. You see what I'm saying? Perception is what we're trying to abolish here. Make sense to you? Absolutely. And see, that's that, that's why when whenever I, I share the share the gospel of Jesus Christ here, I want to make it so simple that it's going to be impossible for you to not come to to, to know Him. Okay. Uh, and 
and I want uh, there's there, I don't want any barriers that will say that will say you can't come to Christ now. Okay, you got to you've got to do this and you got to do that. There's only one step to salvation, and that's very simple: give your life over to Jesus. That's that's it. Okay, I will tell you. I will share this with you there. That when I gave my life to the Lord, listen. Can I can I just let you in on a secret here? Of course. EJ Nofro wanted to be a movie star. Oh. Really? All right. Yeah. I want. <laughs> now listen. I will tell you one thing. I don't have the looks to be a movie star. Okay. Oh, but wait, 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 wait. He has the voice for TV and the looks for radio. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I get hired on a horror movie set there just to save them some money. Okay. <laughs> the one way. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> so but here's the thing when I gave my life to the Lord dude God didn't ask me to go ahead and give that up so because I really wanted to do it. I, I studied acting I was actually on the set of a few movies okay and so I was really going to pursue it in that direction but I remembered one day I woke up and all of a sudden I knew the Lord spoke to my heart and he said I want you to give up I want you to give up acting or bit, give up being a movie star. And I remember going, hmm, yeah, I know. I'm supposed to do this. And I gave it up. Now, if God had put that requirement on me before I got, I gave my life to Jesus, I probably would have had still given my heart to the Lord, but I would have had a little bit of a harder time with it. So, again, you don't get into a shower to go ahead. You don't take a shower to get clean. You don't take a shower to get into a shower to get clean. You just get into the shower to get clean. And you don't worry about everything. Oh, gee, I got dirt on me here. Okay, well, if you, you know, if you continue to do that, you, you're going to never get clean. Get in the shower. That's what it is. <laughs> All right? That's, that's as simple as I could say. As simple as it gets. Okay, guys, if you're listening right now, we got uh, about... 15 minutes before this show is coming to completion. If you're listening worldwide, no matter where you are in the world, you want to call in and share your opinion, your perspective, your ideas, definitely do so. Phone number is 702-483-8004. Once again, 702-483-8004. Give us a call. Let us know what's going on. If you do not want to call and you want to just send an idea or so forth, an opinion, we are text-friendly. Send a text, and we will definitely address it, hopefully before the end of this one, but in a, definitely on the next live one. So, again, 702-483-8004. Proceed. No flow. Hey, so, Tony. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's, get your, let's get your perception of this. What, as far as what we're talking about here, what, is, what do you think on this subject here? Uh, can you give me a quick refresher? Sorry, the, when when um, he brought up the number, it like totally threw my train of thought. Real quick. <laughs> That's okay. I lose my train of thought every day, but I'm old. Okay, what's what? Uh, yeah, what's your what's your excuse? Okay, Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. So very simple. We're talking about the, the about our perception of God and and how uh, sometimes we're, our perception of God stops us from actually seeing uh, actually coming to experience Him and know him the way that he wants us to so in what is your i what is your thought on that there and how what what ways do you think that that what what thoughts can you get rid of there to cause you to come to know jesus even uh, even more 
things that are blocking you, basically. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I got okay. you there. Okay. So basically, like, my thought, my, my overall, like, view of that is, like, I feel like the perception of God, the perception of God is, like, things that can really get in the way of that is, like, is getting put into a situation to where it's, like, a, a 50-50 chance. It's, like, it was, it was that 50-50 chance being, like, in a situation, like, should I go down a path that I know is going to be good for me and may cause situation maybe later on? Or do I do this now, set this down, get this ground set and ready right now and go through the situation now? But that's all also dependent if you're ready. And in that situation, your perception of God will tell you if you're ready or not. And that will tell you, okay, what in me is telling me if I'm ready to do this situation now? I'm not sure of quite a, of a certain situation I can give, but we'll say, we'll, we'll actually put this into school. So say that you want you want to take a year break before you get to college. Mm-hmm. Right. Is your is your soul is your body telling you that's okay? You know you can do it. You have that motivation to do it. And or do you feel like that that one year grace period you want to do, it's not gonna work out. You feel like you're gonna lose that motivation to go to college in mm-hmm. general. It's all about how you can get that out of your system and how you can let that get like a more controlled or controlled feeling. So, so you're you want to make sure that you're mature enough to go ahead and handle whatever which, whichever way you want to go. Yes. Right. So, and in order to get to that point, there you got to go ahead and do what you got to get to know Jesus in your in your own life there now. As the, the example that I used before was when I, like I said, I wanted to be a movie star. Uh, if, if God had said to me, okay, let's, as I had mentioned, if God had said to me, Let, let's, I, I want you to give that up there before I gave my heart to him, it would have been a little bit more difficult. But as I grew in the, as I grew in the Lord and, and, and coming to, uh, to walk with, uh, with Jesus more, eventually I got to that point where I could make that decision. Yeah, and, th- and that's like me saying with the... Like your your perception at the time with God and everything, you had that trust with Him. Yeah. And as you said, if if it was different before, yes, you might have still given your heart, but it would have been harder. For different people, it may be a different situation. So like for people that of course that devote their life to God and that have that you know that spiritual feeling with them, and almost nine times out of ten when it comes down to uh, from easiest to maybe hard situations you can always have that that certain judgment now that compared from people that will say that haven't repented having gotten that that feeling with them within them trying to knowing what the situation how they had how that like properly handled it it can be a lot more harder even with the same situations to actually decide what to do because you don't have that that spirit feeling you don't have that what is it? That mentality of knowing what exactly, how to get to that situation. Yeah, you don't have a foundation. Yeah, you don't have that foundation. You right. don't have the ground. You don't have the groundwork of it. Right. Well, what is that? To, how many is that tonight? That that I've that a class that I've got what six or seven? Man, you're rocking on. I don't know. Who, who, eight, maybe ten. Who's counting it? Yeah. I am. You're the today, bro. 
So yeah, so we've got to have that foundation there set, and and before so that we could move on and make those life decisions there. And guess what? That's what it boils down to, is is coming is is coming to know Jesus, and knowing His Word, understanding His Word, and then you can make those correct decisions, and 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 move on it with certainty in one area of life over another there. Uh, because you finally got your grounding, you've got your, your, you've got your solid ground, and that's what you're walking on, mm-hmm. and so, and that comes in time. You know my perception of God when I after, when I got saved. Let me tell you this, DJ. My perception of God when I got saved and my perception of God now. Guess what? It's different. It's different. And it's going to be, it's going to be different. And you know why? Because I get to know him, I get to know him more and more every day. And so therefore, I find out more things about him. That's a beautiful thing though. And that's the awesome thing about that. It's a beautiful so. thing because what you're able to do is you're able to see him work in such a way that trans, it, 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 it transforms you daily. Mm-hmm. See, the thing about God or I mean, me for me, it's, it's all about the power. God came to me uh, years, a few years ago, and said, "Why focus on the pain when I'm all about the power?" It was the power of God that created this world. It was the power of God that saved Noah and his seven family members from the flood. It was the power of God that stopped Abraham from slaughtering his son. It was, it was, the, it was God's power, the Holy Spirit, that. That Jesus did those miracles. It was the Holy Spirit that raised him from the grave, and it's the Holy Spirit that changes all our hopeless to hope. Why focus on the pain? Focus on the power. It's kind of the reason why I wear the dove on my on my shoulder. I don't I don't wear crosses. I wear a dove because I'm focused on His power. His power. I am so grateful for His sacrifice. However, I am more empowered by the power of God and how He transforms lives. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. At the beginning of that, you you were saying that um, that to not focus on the pain, to focus on. I'm sorry, what was the other thing you said? Not to focus on the pain, but focus on the power. power. Yeah, focus on the pain. Don't focus on the pain, but focus more on the power. I like that. I like that a lot because I always tell people there's a reason why I have a good attitude all the time. There's a reason why I come to school early morning can be three in the morning to hell 12, 12 midnight. Right. It, I, the reason why I always keep that good attitude. Is because I'm always telling myself, if there's gonna be a bad situation, you can be in that bad situation or you can be out of it. As long as you keep a positive attitude throughout that whole time, the outcome will be the best for either for you, for everybody, or just one specific person in general. Jeez, man, I tell you, this who's in the house is definitely something special. That's the reason why this show is called this whole show is called House Pentecost Built, because it's built on the power of God. We recognize the sacrifice. We recognize what Jesus did for us. However, the reason you can accept him isn't so much the fact of a sacrifice. The reason why you accept him is because it's a transforming power. You recognize the sacrifice. You're grateful for the, for the redemption. But you're even more empowered by the Spirit. That's how, you, that's how lame walk, blind see, death hear. The sacrifice on the cross is different than the power that God puts through you and uses you as a vessel to help others. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, a lot of people say, well, well is this cross important? Cross is important, yes. He said he died for our sins, absolutely. But the power is what transforms lives. It's what gives you hope. All this stuff. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're closing on, on the end of this, man. It, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, two great callers. Um, started off with Hitler, went in the Dahmer, talk, talked about salvation, talked about perception, talked about oh, this this we went all over everything. Uh, we had a we had a great great conversation. I know the break went a little longer. We're we're indisposed at the moment. Talking well, your wife's your wife's tamales were the bomb. Okay, yeah, let me just tell you that. Okay, yeah, she's she's special when it comes to cooking. <laughs> That's what we do, guys. You know, if you don't know already, you know, on the show we're here for two hours, but we take our break. And my wife, which is Usil, if you don't already know, Usil's my wife. She, you know, we, the studio is here at our house. The only trusted, loving, respectable individuals are here. The house of <laughs> the Pentecost belt. Okay, and my wife cooks dinner. Uh, for the for the for all of us guys. So you know, Tony the homie, no flow blue. We all enjoy you know that that uh, pleasantries from the wife. But we're down to our last three minutes, man. Um, no flow. You got anything you want to close out with? So for those of you that are out there listening right now, let me just tell you this, okay? Uh, no matter where you've been, no matter where you are, no matter where you're going right now. The greatest decision in your life that you can make there is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, every one of us in this uh, in this room here have been through some things. Daniel's been through some things. I've been through some things. Tony, Tony's uh, lived a little bit shorter than we have, so he's probably haven't gone through as many things as we have. But he's, uh, I, uh, I know that he's uh, gone through some of the, some, some things there too. But through Jesus Christ, we all made it. Uh, we've all made it to the other side there, and we are going to continue to keep making it there. You have to make the decision to give your life to Jesus. Now, what does that mean? That just simply means this: Jesus, help me. If you're out there right now, and you're within the sound of my voice, and you want to give your heart to the Lord, here goes. You ready? Stop what you're doing and just do this. I want you to pray, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Hey guys, let's all do it all together here. Okay, so Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I give you my life. I give you my life. I ask that you come. I ask that you come. And live inside of me. And live inside of me. Jesus. Jesus. I want to live for you. I want to live for you. From this moment forward. From this moment forward. Wash me clean. Wash me clean. In your blood. In your blood. Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my sins. Give me a new life. Give me a new life. Jesus, Jesus, I accept your salvation. I accept your salvation. And I make you my Lord and, and my, you Savior. my Savior. Now, I'm going to pray over them directly. we got about, uh, what, 30 seconds somewhere? Okay. I'm going to pray over I'm going to pray over everybody there directly. Lord Jesus, I pray for the power of the Holy Spirit of God to touch every person that heard uh, that uh, uh, my voice there and prayed that prayer. Lord Jesus, make yourself real to them. Show them that you are real. We pray over them, and we thank you, Lord God, for keeping them, watching over them, and in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for changing their lives, and we speak that over their life in the name of Jesus, this moment right now. Amen. Amen. Oh, my goodness, man. Tony, homie, last 30 seconds. Got anything you want to add? Uh, you know, it's, it's, have an amazing attitude, never think anything bad, and always keep a positive, you know, mindset, you know, get you through your day any way you want it to. Absolutely, man. Thank you for tuning in. We had a great show. 
great live. Thank you, Miss Melanie. Thank you, Usil, for calling in and giving us great perspectives and ideas. And like I said always, man, this is the house that Pentecost built. Pentecost, because he paid it at all costs. Much love to you guys. Peace out, Lope. Peace out.